Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday, the 24th of September 2021, including Disney's post-apocalyptic drama, Why the Last Man, and Netflix supernatural horror, Midnight Mass. And we'll also be looking at Apple TV's epic sci-fi saga Foundation and the return of my favourite RuPaul's Drag Race on BBC Three Online. But first, Ian, what's in the news? The Fear Index on Sky Atlantic stars Josh Hartnett as a computer scientist whose plan to get rich with his new AI-driven system leads him into terrible danger. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, Rob Delaney, Ellie Kemper and Ashling B star in Home Sweet Home Alone on Disney+, Plus, which is the latest from the Home Alone film franchise. And the movie focuses on Max Mercer, who's left behind when his family visits Japan. So you can, you can see the theme here, can't you? <laughs> it's a pretty damn good week. We're starting off with a new series on Star on Disney. It's called Why... The Last Man, and here is a clip. Madam President, power plants will start to shut down. Which which city? All of them. Somewhere is the answer to how this all happened and how we fixed it. Who are you? York. You're reproductively interesting. Wow. Okay. So, Hannah, I'm sure at one point or another you've asked yourself... What would happen if every male mammal on Earth suddenly fell ill and dropped dead? That's the premise of this new sci-fi series. It's a ten-parter. I really liked episode one. So we start in this post-apocalyptic scene. It's one of those classic scenes. It's in a city. There are lots of bodies on the ground. All the cars have crashed into each other, all ground to a halt. And this one man with a little capuchin monkey who seems to have survived. He is a magician and an escape artist called Yorick. Uh, he's played by Ben Schnetzer. We flash back to before the disaster and we follow the stories of various people, including Yorick's mum, who is a congresswoman, played by Diane Lane. There's also two people who are paramedics who are having an affair and there's a great twist in their story relating to the... Uh, catastrophe it immediately grabbed my attention i love this kind of thing but also what i noticed about it is it's just one of those shows where the characters and the dialogue are instantly believable it really it's just very natural and it rings true and there's a lot of personal angst going on for instance the congresswoman is having problems in her marriage and her son Yorick he's broke but he wants to propose to his girlfriend because she's going away so you do get drawn into their personal stories but at the same time you've got this fantastic idea of whatever the virus is it kills everything with a Y chromosome yeah I'm definitely going to keep going with this one because I'm desperate now to find out well a what is the virus and b how are the survivors going to reorganize society and and also why did this lone male survive what's the reason so uh, I don't know if this is the kind of thing that is up your street Hannah what do you reckon yeah do you know what I think it is um it kind of these kind of things really mess with my head it really freaks me out because 
I don't know why, but I actually can imagine being the only that just that one person. Some massive global catastrophe happens, but somebody survives. And it's you. And how lonely it must be. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> but it's really dark, isn't it? It's just it's such a great premise for for something like this, and it and it really really works. It is. I think it, they say it is thought provoking, and it and it really is, and it's quite. Um, it's frightening, I suppose, that something like that could happen. But I would agree with you. You kind of want to keep watching because you want to see how, why, what. There's lots of questions that we need we need answering. And also seeing how they come to terms with what's happened as well. Because obviously, as this goes on, we'll get more and more entrenched in, in each of the characters, I'd imagine. Over on Netflix... Another new series, which I think looks very promising, that you're going to talk to us about. It's Midnight Mass. Something's happening here. You're going to let me in. We are living in a miraculous time. You're going to let me in. You're going to let me in. I think I'm crazy. I mean, what's a little crazy between friends, right? Yes, Midnight Mass. So this is supernatural horror. There's a bit of a theme going on, isn't there, at this time of year? Um, it's quite ominous and it's quite chilling. And sort of everything about this is is, is creepy. It's sort of the, the premise of all kind of um, horror films, horror series... They've, they've got it's eerie isn't it there's there's an island or it's a, a a little quaint village that's away from real civilization and so this focuses on a very small isolated community um of crockett island and it folk well it sort of cent- centers around um the return of of a, of a young guy who is a disgraced young guy and he's played by good girls zach guilford and um so there's that that whole thing going on about him coming back and how that is going down with the locals. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of kind of very unexplained and f- miraculous, shall we say, events um, because there's a new arrival of a charismatic priest played by Hamish Linklater. Um, so it, there's lots of... Some of the miracles are amazing. You know, we see somebody walk again, you know, some, but some of it's really, really creepy. It's, it's jumpy. This, make, this does make you jump. And it's written and directed by Mike Flanagan, who created The Haunting of Hill House. Don't know if you've, if you've ever watched that, but it's pretty, uh, yeah, pretty creepy. And um, he says it's his favourite project so far. He says that the ideas at the root of the show scare me to my core. I'm going to leave that hanging right there. <laughs> well, it's a slow burner, this one, isn't it? I've watched episode one and I was hooked. It starts with a traffic accident and, and the young guy that you mentioned uh, is involved in it and he is then jailed because I think he was a drink driver and he's coming home, as you say, to Crockett Island, which is a very yeah quaint looking it looks like a sort of fishing community really doesn't it it's a bit dilapidated yeah there are just little clues as to something slightly odd is going on so there's a big storm coming for starters there's a a new sheriff an asian sheriff in town 
there are these young lads who are scoring some some cannabis and going off to smoke together and there are all these feral cats around and they think they see something in the darkness but what is it and then as you say there's this new priest arrives with a great big chest that's brought into his house and that he knocks on the chest and something knocks back and he think oh what the is going on so there's a sort of sense of foreboding that's really nicely done and then there's the family tension as this guy comes back his dad who's quite sort of god-fearing disapproves of him then he I think he meets his ex-girlfriend who's who's left, got pregnant, come back. So there's lots going on, and uh, I won't spoil it, but at the at the end of episode one, there's a very strange turn of events that, that raises, again, a, a question like, what on earth is going on here? So, yeah, I think this looks really good. In, in a funny kind of way, the community reminded me a bit of the community of Amity in Jaws, though it's a lot smaller. But... Um, yeah, this looks great. I, I will stick with this one for sure. Another huge series starting this week on Apple TV. It's a sci-fi epic called Foundation. And here is a clip. When I was a child at the edge of the galaxy, I heard stories about a man who could forecast the future. But the story remained dark to me until many years later until it became my story. Until it became the only story. So Hannah, as a huge sci-fi geek, I'm sure that you know that the, the novels of Isaac Asimov, who wrote the Foundation series, have been hugely influential on things such as Star Wars, Battlestar Galactica, Hitchhiker's Guide, and now his famous saga has been adapted for TV and the series, it's a ten-parter, stars Chernobyl and the Crown actor Jared Harris. Now, I am a sci-fi fan, but I would warn you that you've got to pay attention when you're watching the first episode of this because there is a lot of information to take in. There's this whole galactic empire and you've got to keep tabs on like what's happening on what planet, who are all the characters, how are they connected. So it starts off in this place called this planet called Terminus, where there's this strange kind of monolithic thing hanging in the sky with a force field around it. Well, for starters, that's very intriguing. But then we flash back to the height of this galactic empire in which Jared Harris plays, I think he's a mathematician, who he's called Harry, and he has basically, through maths, he's sort of prophesied that the empire will fall. And coming to work with him is this brilliant young mathematician called Gale, who's played by uh, Lou Lobel. And you will notice early on in proceedings that none other than Reese Shearsmith is in the cast from The League of Gentlemen and Inside Number 9 and various other things. So it's great to see him. It looks fantastic. I mean, they've spent a lot of money on it. The effects, the models, the sets, the landscapes are phenomenal. I did find it, when I first sat down to watch it, I wasn't really paying, atten paying attention, and I realised I didn't really have any idea what was going on. So I've watched it again. It is quality, and if you like your sci-fi, I mean, this, this is just an absolutely epic saga, and it 
they've done it really well, I think. Is this something that you could get drawn into, Hannah? Well, as you know, I'm not a huge sci-fi fan, but this has, as you say, been done incredibly well. And the landscapes and everything about it, you know, could turn me. Um, It could. It really could. The only (laughs) thing I would say is exactly what you said, which is you really need to pay attention. And anyone that knows me knows that I struggle with that and try and do about three things at once. This is just, you know, I'm trying to be over here doing the dinner and trying to do that and trying to watch something. And this is not one to do that with you need to sit down and you need to absolutely watch it you know it, 10 part series it's it, it's they just put so much into it haven't they and it's i think it's just completely different to anything that you'll have seen before because it's spectacular it does look great it, the, the the opening sequences there's a bit of a star wars vibe to it it's on this distant planet where there's this craft that sort of races along maybe you know a few feet above the ground kind of hovers um and there's there's so many brilliant ideas about transports and and huge installations built in space and and how this futuristic society is run so there's a there are so there's so much going on it's it's spectacular so yeah i think I, i would certainly like to watch more of that possibly best of all Start your engines because RuPaul's Drag Race UK is back for a new series on BBC iPlayer. You're right, babes. You, my dear, were born to stand out, out. And Mama Ru has an invitation for you. Oh, this is going to be so good. Whip off those slippers, defrost the prawn ring, and slip into a drag race state of mind. <laughs> I mean, it actually is. It's third series. There have been so many different versions of this because, of course, it started out in the US. This is on um, BBC3 online. And um, if you haven't seen this, you really are missing a treat because it's just great fun. It's bright and it's sparkly. And I really defy anyone not to like this or to just make them feel a lot happier at the end of it. So... You see RuPaul um, going out there to try and find uh, Britain's next uh, drag queen. And on the panel, you have the, you have the regular judging panel, which is RuPaul, Michelle Visage. Um, and then you have Graham Norton and Alan Carr, which alternate each week. Um, so we've had loads of celebrity guest judges over the time. This is this appeals to so many people that they just want to be part of the show. I don't suppose they even pay them, to be honest with you. They just want to be a part of it because it is just so much fun. It does what it says on the tin. It doesn't change. And it's just as brilliant. Ian, do you agree? I love it. I, I first watched the American Yay. show on on netflix quite a while a few years ago now and i just binged on it i mean i'd never seen anything no one had ever seen anything like it and it's just it's it's incredible that this drag competition is now a real kind of mainstream hit really and yes yeah as you say some interesting celebrity guest judges we've got ot from strictly matt lucas kathy burke an interesting choice i mean i love it i love all the lip syncing i like the dressmaking i like the bitching I particularly <laughs> what I like, I like the names of uh, the drag artists because we've had people like Bag of Chips before, haven't we? Well, get ready for Scarlet <laughs> Harlot, uh, River Medway <laughs> and others. It's a brilliant show, isn't it? And RuPaul's wigs, aren't they incredible? 
I, I just honestly, just seeing them get ready for, uh, you know, and dress like that is just absolutely incredible. I, it just makes me beam from ear to ear because it is just, well, it is just absolutely brilliant. And like you say, when it first came on our screens, we'd never seen anything like it, had we? And, and now it's kind of, it's just so brilliant that it just keeps going and going and going. Do you remember Victoria Scone? <laughs> She's new. That's good. I like that. <laughs> well, we've got to that time, Hannah, where I ask you what you've been binge watching this week. So tell me all. Um, well, I was watching Ambulance on BBC mm-hmm. iPlayer. So, mm-hmm. you know, frontline staff, I think it's always, particularly around at the moment, it's always quite interesting to see... Um, the response services um, and, uh, yeah, makes for interesting viewing and sad viewing. Well, I've also been on BBC iPlayer because the Scottish series Guilt, which is a comedy drama which starred Jamie Sives and Mark Bonner, well, that is coming back for a second series. And as I'm going to be chatting to the cast, I thought I'd better just remind myself what happened in series one. It's a, it was about these two brothers who knocked someone over in their car and then tried to get away with it. It's really good, dark comedy, fantastic. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering. So what are we going to be talking about, Hannah? Um, Well, we're going to be talking about prisoner-turned-lawyer Aaron Wallace's fight for justice as as it continues his fight for justice, I should say, in legal drama for life, which is on Sky Witness. And... A young woman struggles with poverty in the moving Netflix series Made, starring Margaret Qualley and her mother, Andy McDowell. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime... (laughs) 